This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Let us fill your brain cavity with our content juice. I posted about this on Twitter the other day, but I read this book recently where this wife's husband dies, uh, right. air quotes, and then she finds out after he's dead that he was into, like, snuff films. Um, and the whole book is, like, horrible. Like, the th like it's really well written, but the themes are disgusting. And then the Goodreads comments were like, um, I'm not sure about this. They said some kind of, there was some kind of misogynistic things said about the main, like, female character that I wasn't comfortable with. And it's like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> it was the villain saying those things. You might think that, Robin, but have you considered that's just good media media criticism? It must be. Yeah, I mean, and even if it's the you know, even if it's the bad guy saying, it still normalizes the bad behavior. So yeah, I was watching um, you know Schindler's List the other day, and I was like, damn, <laughs> it's pretty anti-Semitic what these guys are doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of offensive. Has anyone considered this <laughs> bad film? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was watching 9-11 starring Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you should fly a plane into a building. I was not actually watching it. I, I wasn't watching Schindler's List, do you? I was watching 9-11 yeah, I was, I was thinking, you're not starring, the biggest Spielberg fan I know. So Yeah, I was watching 9-11 starring Charlie Sheen, and I was like, they should really invest in better elevator security yeah. in the... Um, <laughs> In the in the trade center in the World Trade Center, I, I, you know, maybe it should have been destroyed see. because of health code violations. I was watching <laughs> Remember Me, and I was on board the whole time until at the very the last minute. Um, no, on board with the film's okay, message okay. the whole time, and then at the end, it zooms out and Robert Patterson's inside the twin towers, and I just can't condone that. <laughs> I can. I think it's okay. <laughs> I did. I did think it was a. Um, bit uncalled for in 9-11 starring Charlie Sheen where like they looked into the camera and said uh, if Mark Wahlberg went on that plane this all wouldn't have happened yeah it wouldn't have gone down like it did I think that's kind of possibly true but you know I don't think you should say that in the film you know I do think it's hilarious to same with Danny Dyer mm. absolutely does my nut it's been 15 years since them slags flew into the between towers <laughs> <laughs> oh, calling ISIS slags is just <laughs> brilliant. Al, Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. Sorry. Yeah, wrong group. <laughs> mm, it's it's not um, it, it's not ISIS unless it comes from the Syria Levant, uh, region. Otherwise, it's it's merely sparkling terrorism. <laughs> strong start here <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good to be back good to good. I've been treating myself I've been I've been eating well I had cannoli for breakfast oh mamma mia <laughs> breakfast and I had Mexican Mexican food I had a pasty for lunch I had a, oh dios mio sounds healthy ch chicken chicken of the woods mole and all the Tremens Mexican food to, for, mm. for dinner so. I made myself I'm treating a myself. spaghetti carbonara and the bacon was green but I'm just assuming that uh, that's like uh, not my issue. <laughs> um, I uh, I'm like you know I just have to green just happens happens no. sometimes to no. bacon it just goes green and you just but like there's green to eggs and ham. Yeah, I don't think you should eat yeah, that. Yeah, green though. eggs and ham. I don't even think the eggs are meant to be green. <laughs> no, I think it's green, <laughs> ham comma, was eggs colored. and ham. 
damn, the Oxford comma strikes again. <laughs> Green eggs. Okay, grammar and Nazis. regular ham. <laughs> It's just three things. You can, it's green, it's accent. That's how, you, that's how you say it, right? I'm eating green. Green. Eggs and ham. I'm eating green. Green, I'm eating eggs, eating eggs ham. and ham. Yeah. Green eggs and ham. Green is green hash, ham. I guess. So it's like hash, <laughs> eggs and ham. That sounds all right. I've heard, I've heard a few people doing matcha powder, like eggs and ham. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. I say I'm eating blue cheese, I'm actually eating blue and then blue cheese. cheese. Just really going down on some Indian ink. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm eating Indian ink. I'm eating Indian ink. Yeah. I'm at the. I'm at the, the I'm at the ink. I'm at the combination. Of the <laughs> I've just finished reading The Da Vinci Code. Have you read it before? Oh, did you like it? <laughs> um. Do you think it's As a somebody who had seen the film beforehand, I kind of didn't need to read it. <laughs> Felt like a mistake. Um, yeah, you sort of know the end. Yeah, it's like oh, she's um, Jesus's great, great, great grand, great grand. Great, it's great, such great a such a funny fucking plot. <laughs> the idea that like actually the holy the holy grail is women. The holy grail but- is the vagina. <laughs> It's the vagina. It's the vagina. And it's not just the vagina. It's one specific vagina. It's, it's a lady you, Mary Magdalene's vagina. Yeah. It's a book about how the wrong Jesus vagina, um, uh, You will turn into dust and crumble away. <laughs> yeah, when Percival was on that quest and he got to see the Holy Grail and they were like, "Do you want to take a little sip?" and he was like, "Ooh, I shouldn't, but I will." <laughs> I remember when the Da Vinci Code came out, and like a few years later, everyone was like, "Oh, Dan Brown is a hack." He is. But a like hack. when he it came, a- when it came out, I I remember that there was like this this brief period where people were like, were like not only taking it seriously, but they were like releasing like compendium volumes that were like the Da Vinci Code code, where they were like decoding all the like actual uh, the real world references and like solving the real Da Vinci Code. Listen, it's been said before, but if you want to read something that's like the Da Vinci Code, but good, you should just read an Umberto Echo book and that's like better. Yeah. Mm. But have you considered that Jesus had sex? It's really I have considered it. I think about it all the time. He didn't even make up that idea. I think it came from a previous, like a previous pseudo history book. Yeah, no, people have talked about that before, but yeah. like I mean it it's baseless, like obviously. It, it it was it was made up in like the seventies or something, but Wow, George, you sound kinda Catholic right now. Yeah. You're trying to suppress the truth. <laughs> That's goddamn right. I'm trying to suppress the truth that really Bigfoot lives in the Vatican Bolts. <laughs> I really think a lot of people just don't want to read like a book from like an old Italian man. Uh who who wrote a ton of stuff an, about Borges. Yeah, I love Paolo so. Nutini. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. it's me, Paolo Nutini. Paolo Nutini. And here's my, here's my, my essay on earth fascism. Fascism. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if like, all the five-star reviews on Da Vinci Code were like... Um, it's okay, but at least not lit written by an Italian five stars. <laughs> I read Umberto Echo's The Name of the Rose, and I was like, this would be great if it wasn't written by an Italian man, and also it's very mm. complicated. So instead, I read uh, The Da Vinci Code, and this was sexier and easier to understand, and also written yeah. by American, which makes it better in my ears. Like, I didn't thing. get the... 
it didn't get the very subtle uh, references in Name of the Rose where like the the main character is named like Baskerville. Um, mm. I and I wonder like which and and he kind of behaves like a Sherlock Holmes type character and I really wonder what that Ooh. could be an allusion to. I, I I just don't get postmodern writers like how does that even work? <laughs> That's Sherlock Holmes. Uh, it's so complicated Sherlock to understand yeah. the subtle references to Sherlock Holmes. I prefer no. the Da Vinci Code, which is about what if academics were evil, which is true. <laughs> which I mean, is, yeah. yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I'm like 90% sure that I've seen Angels and Demons, but not the Da Vinci Angels Code. and Demons is what if... Is um, that the one where like Ewan McGregor is the evil Ewan pope? McGregor becomes the, the young pope and then they blow yeah. up a helicopter with antimatter. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. I don't and remember the rest of it. Right? It's got the yeah. Hadron Collider in it. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing is that we watched it in school. Like, we watched our, our art teacher showed it to us because it's, like, about art history, I guess. I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I but guess. I missed, a way I missed of the context that it's, like, supposed to be a sequel the to the Vinci Code. So I was like, That's... Tom Hanks shows up and you're, like, supposed to know who his character is. Yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest but saying saying that angels and demons are about art history is like saying that fucking uh, national treasure is about archaeology, which it's it very is. true, which it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you die. It's the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to steal. I'm going the Magna to Carta. steal the Elgin marbles. <laughs> and I, oh, shit, I didn't British like Museum. I didn't like national treasure because stealing is bad and you shouldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't up. just normalize you can't steal from a museum. <laughs> normalize yeah. not stealing the Declaration of Independence. What if he just looks yeah. it through the glass in a conservationist-friendly fashion and just like you know didn't touch it with his hands? If he did, he must mm-hmm. wear gloves. He can't touch it directly. He can only do it in like unnatural light. Um, yeah. Just giving the Declaration goes, of so. Independence a little a little lick to see what it tastes like. <laughs> Just a little Giving nibble. it a lick to see if it's bone. They put lemon pottery. juice on it, which is very damaging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! We yeah, do a good put movie, lemon though. juice. On it. Yeah. It's like I don't think if you have a secret code that's written that you no know, comes off with lemon juice, I'm not sure it would last that long. Like I don't know how much they know about like proteins and stuff, but they tend to break down over time. Also. Isn't the stuff you 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 don't put lemon juice on to reveal the ink? It's that you write in lemon juice and then heat and it then up. And then heat it up, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe there's another one, but I don't know. No, I'm they not do. An they no, I don't think they. I don't think they do put lemon juice on it. I think they they just like put a hairdryer on it for like twenty minutes, which is also not great. <laughs> that's really bad. <laughs> I think that's okay. Okay, what if they just set fire to the Declaration of Independence? Just taking a copy of the Magna Carta and like ironing it because it's a bit crumpled. <laughs> no, that's based. I think people should do that. Do you think Dan Brown was watching Indiana Jones and like when that scene was where he was drinking of the Holy Grail and it is like she like shrivels up and becomes old? He was like, "This is how I feel when I eat pussy," so I'm gonna. Yeah. He was yeah. like, "This the is what grail. pussy does to a motherfucker." Whereas the actual Grail, which represents actual pussy, you no, drink that and grail. it gives you everlasting life. The actual so, Grail is uh, Mary Magdalene's moon cup. He, he, he heard the uh, he heard the line of "put the pussy in the smug of a kiss," and he was like. <laughs> <laughs> Like the grail. Well, that's a lot of talking about a very bad book. Anyway. Talking about pussy. Uh, Let's 
Not enough. Okay, let's let's go. Let's. I'm enter. not finished. I had another joke to make, which I've forgotten about five minutes. Okay, ago. George, go <laughs> tell us a joke. I can't. I already forgot it. Okay. Well, it was probably good. If you remember, just like let us know. Yeah. This is great radio. This is great radio. You know, there's been a lot of talk about podcasters recently, uh, whether yeah. or not they're they're good, whether or not they deserve to have money. And the truth is that yes, we do deserve to have money. We deserve yeah. to have so much more money than we currently have. And only you mm. can make a difference. So just bear that in mind as you listen to me. We should be we should yeah. be paid all of that guy who people got mad at. Um <laughs> been dead. All of his money. Oh. That guy. Yeah. I didn't follow any of it because I didn't know who he was. Because so. it's just... dumb. Why would you? <laughs> exactly. I, it's not my I learned house. who he was through this situation. Yeah. Mm. It's like he was on a, every day on I learned things. On a QAA episode once. And I was like, like, but like one of the really early ones. Mm. Yeah, he's just like, a, I was like he's, he's a guy. Like, they're all pretty much the same. I don't know. <laughs> they're all the same guy. <laughs> just, yeah. It's, it's, it's just I, a bunch it, of blokes. Yeah. Imagine like being like, I'm, I'm very serious. As a leftist, my priority is other leftists. Streamers. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about Twitch streamers. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah, disregard it's like Twitch, your, Twitch streamers. I mean, I don't care if people buy houses, but I also, but also, just like if your idea of what a leftist is is like Twitch streamers or like what like you know socialist what, theory is Twitch streamers. I don't know how to help you. Yeah, I just, I just wait. But what the, what else would they be? <laughs> Podcasters. Um, yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, I, I've a even, much more noble profession. I've been doing very serious um, data collection as a as a post-Fordist company. Asking, I've been polling our Twitter followers about their opinions on who watches the watch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, so far, most people prefer episodes about the books to other episodes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So like 95% of our episodes. Yeah. Um, 95% of every episode... Is about mm. well, yeah. mm. no, it wasn't. It wasn't like the parts, the parts of the episode. It's so just what, like episode episodes about books, episodes about adaptations, or oh, I see bonus uh, episodes. Man, the, your main problem with who watches the watch is twenty percent say they insult me by name, forty um, percent say they don't ramble enough, forty uh, percent say so smart it makes me insecure, um, and none of them <laughs> say it's borderline offensive. So we're doing great, um, and then. Great. Who who do you think the twenty percent are that we are calling out personally, and how can we probably other Discworld podcasters? <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, this is my prediction. Um, and then the third one was they're talking about jacking off all the time. It makes me feel one close to the hosts, spiritually aligned with the podcasting source energies, or two very regretful. Eighty-six percent say close to the hosts, and fourteen percent say very regretful. Fourteen yeah. percent of our listeners well, are cowards. <laughs> Yeah, if you yeah. feel regretful, what, what just are your like, regrets? embrace it. Get I, horny with us. I think those are the fourteen percent who uh, who actually took our advice about pro masturbation seriously and <laughs> fucked up their penises. I think I think those are the fourteen. Yeah, we, you should never take our advice. We're not legally like able. We're not liable for anything you do to your own penis. <sighs> no, I'm I did. Sorry get, I did for get your some like clip. weird letter from from some like lawyer mm-hmm. uh, talking about like some sort of like. A bodily harm suit against mm. us for okay. severely chafed uh, glances. Mm. Bringing a class action of of, of uh, dozens of severely like friction burned glands 
Uh-huh. Did they um, attach photographic evidence? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, I it- think we need to launch our rebuttal by hiring a bunch of private investigators to see if they had fucked up um, their bits and bobs by prone masturbation before even listening mm-hmm. to our podcast. Mm-hmm. I think we, so should, yeah, we should hack all of their personal devices. <laughs> we should release our own brand, Glands Repairal Cream, um, <laughs> in order to capitalize on the destruction that we have. With colloidal silver, it's got colloidal silver. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And it's made entirely of 97 different kinds of herbs gathered in, uh, gathered in Wales. Yeah. <laughs> makes it spiritual that's true I think it's a very spiritual place on your penis. it's very good for it. i think a good strategy like if we actually get sued for uh for fucking up people's dicks we should i'm always we, sued we for should... fucking up people's dicks wait oh shit <laughs> <laughs> we should they start like a control group uh of, of of people who um we just need to go down on their carpets like Go down on the carpets, you say. Yeah, go, you don't go, have to fuck up their tongues no, as well. I'm the, they call me the DJ Carlos of carpets. I will not go down on a carpet. <laughs> well, they're calling me the smash mouth of carpets, which is to say I'm down there I'm all the time. very enthusiastic about carpet looking, yeah. Smashing yeah. that mouth straight on the smart Yeah, oh. You don't need a carpet cleaner. Just take Robin and hold, hold them by the legs and then just like... <laughs> Fuck it up to death, you know? Okay. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. <laughs> um, what, what book did we read? Binky, there is something I must do. Maybe sometime. I'll go home. Why do things have to be the way they are? How do humans sad and when you're lonely and you haven't got a friend just remember that death is not the end and all that you held sacred falls down and does not mend just remember that death is not the end <laughs> hello and welcome okay. Hello and welcome to Watch Us the Watch. Pig Daddy. Uh, Hog Daddy. A podcast hosted by four people who are really getting into the Christmas spirit in August. Um, I'm your host, Chaz, and someone somewhere once said, I really wish there was a podcaster who was a cunt with a big ass and there was a glingle glingle noise and I came into being. Um... I'm your host, Robin, and listen, I might be a stroppy little evil bugger. I might fight like a demon, um, but if I go bob, bob, bobbing, then I really just can't move for breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Janosh. I'm, um, I'm just a... T- I'm just a tiny little child who will disprove your existence with facts and reasoning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your host, George, and I'm very, very, very disappointed 
uh, dear editor of the Telegraph, is, uh, <laughs> to see the woke leftists have been at their tricks again and trying to name a wonderful Christmas holiday uh, <laughs> as rather than that of the birthday of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ uh, <laughs> as the, you know, as they call it, Hogswatch Night. <laughs> In the German translation of this book, the Hogswatch Night is just... <laughs> Thank you it's to ju- British Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> In the German translation of this book, the Hogs Watch Night is literally just New Year's Eve. Like, it's just called Silvesternacht in the book, and it's just... <laughs> That's Why? It's weak. They're just celebrating Christmas on New Year's Eve, I guess. But, like, they didn't come up with a, with a, with a, with a name of it or, like, translate the, the English name. They just made it New Year's Eve. I don't know why. What would what would be the, like, Schweine... <laughs> Schweinenachten? <laughs> yeah. Schweinepapi would have been very good. Yeah. Schweinepapi's Nacht. <laughs> that would have been a great name. Um, yeah. So as you may be aware, this week we uh, started reading Hogfather, uh, Pig Daddy. Um, it's August. Hog it's Daddy. August. But listen, we didn't come into this podcast with a plan. <laughs> We, we did. did. We, just we didn't plan it, like things. a weekend. Well, we we, well, we did. Book released in, in September, like I think it was October. I think it was like a few yeah. months before, which yeah. makes a bit more sense because it means you can like get the paperback. Buy it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you can um, buy it for your kids. Not uh, the most seasonal. I think that we should just read also not the read most appropriate book for December. kids. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. I it was published in October. Yeah. October. October. That's the German beer will, month. I will say this this book has a 420 on Goodreads. Oh, hell nice. yeah. That's like weed. No. That's really yeah. good That's for like Goodreads. Weed. Like weed, weed also has 420 on Goodreads. Nine. That's like, that's like 0.15 better than Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> and deservedly so. Does Hamlet have a Veruca gnome? No. I agree. No. Have I read Hamlet? No. <laughs> pretty good have i seen a japanese adaption of it in cinema yes that's so cool the lion king no (laughs) throne of throne of blood no that's not hamlet that's macbeth what am i talking about i haven't seen japanese i don't know of any japanese hamlet that would have been it would have been very funny if george had been like secretly uh, been the most like into obscure anime stuff yeah, <laughs> it would be funny, but no. Yes, it's called like Ham- Prince of Denmark or something, and it's just like about Hamlet being like a shonen protagonist. <laughs> it's Prince of no Denmark. Yeah, it's got like um, Ophelia, and she's just like her her bazongas keep like she keeps like leaning if... over, and we keep seeing down like the top of her dress, and, and Hamlet keeps going and she's like got very short skirt, and yeah. you can see you can see her her pants like most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, Hamlet behind behind the curtain. Why do people watch this stuff? (laughs) Behind the curtain. Hamlet behind the curtain, like, nanny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Hamlet wasn't into prone masturbation, but he was was still into the sort of fixtures and fittings part of it. Yeah. That's what he was doing behind the carpet, the carpet curtain. Yeah. Takes after Polonius. What is is a tapestry if not just like a vertical carpet? Very true. I'm always yeah. saying this. I love the, the bit in Hamlet where 
where he's uh, he's calling out his uncle to be a sassy baka. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Claudius, are you a sassy baka? <laughs> Someone here What's is Hogfather? What are you talking okay, about? Hogfather. Hogfather <laughs> is a book by Terence Pratchett published in... 2006. Mm. 1996. 1996. 1996. The year after my birth. Um, that's right. Ooh. I'm 21. Um, <laughs> two years before I was conceived. I'm just a 21 year old ingenue. Um, <laughs> I've never left the house. Is this the, Just... is this the big city? <laughs> no one takes advantage of me. Okay. She has <laughs> dimpled cheeks and ringlets are like of gold. Yeah, I'm really not even sure what you're referencing at the moment. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Haven't you, you know, when I we're with Chaz and Bluebirds always land on her shoulder? Mm-hmm. It's, it's horribly twee and irritating. Yeah. Anyway, Hogfather is a book uh, about the Hogfather. It's a death book. Uh, I guess it's the third in the death series? Fourth. 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 Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, soul music counted. There's so many. I can't believe there's that many. There's like the same number of death books as witches' books at this point. There's like one more. So crazy. Um, Not as many. But yeah, what did we? What did we think of the first third? Has everyone read it before? Is any uh, Robin? Have you read it before? No. Okay. <laughs> I once tried to watch the adaptation around Christmas time because it's British TV. It was on. Um, it was on. Christmas Day or close enough in the lead up that I was like day drunk so I didn't pay very much attention um, and then all the wizards started getting involved but kind of not and I got confused and put on like I don't know a Simpsons Christmas episode. imagine that <laughs> to be very sure. confusing if like yeah, you're just I... watching a regular Christmas special like yeah I changed it to something else which is not to say that it well it's slightly impenetrable I think for non yeah Discworld I mean, I, fans potentially unless I assumed I assumed the adaptation more so than the book like yeah, yeah. the book is maybe not yeah. the best one to start with but it's like he does give you no, most of the info I guess he does, I guess there's a bunch of stuff that are like building on other stuff like the yeah, yeah. I I think a lot it's of not the, a very standalone one no, I think this is one of the books that relies much more heavily on it being in a series. Mm. Um, Interestingly, that would be the first one to, they adapt for, like, live-action TV. It's because they well, wanted a Christmas know. one. They it's wanted yeah. it to, like, well, yeah. do, like, a... Some would say that the adaptions aren't very good. Yeah, I mean, we, we've said that. I don't know, I think the Hogfather <laughs> one is uh, the best one. But that might just be because I've seen it so many times that I'm incapable of knowing if it's bad or good. I'd love to, I'm excited to watch it after reading this. Because um, I've seen it so many times that reading this, I do just like know a lot of the dialogue <laughs> off by heart. <laughs> um, so it's like one of the ones that's page for page. Oh yeah, I mean, they all are the Sky ones, uh, yeah. pretty much. I think Going Postal is at least like that, but kind of weird in other ways. Um, mm. But yeah, so that's what I kept thinking of. And I have read this a lot of times as well, because I think it is one of my... I say this a lot and then I'm always, I change my mind, but this is one of my favourites, I think. Yeah, you said this about soul music. Yeah, and then I change my mind. Um, <laughs> but I think this I one is, think this I think is, this a lot one is genuinely good, because it's, it's quite yeah. dark and very strange, um, mm. which I think is, it's definitely closer to like what Thief of Time is going to be like um, in the sort of 
like strangeness of it um yeah well, yeah. it's still, still approachable, which I'm not sure Thief of Time is approachable to, to people who haven't, like, read this, I think. Where, you know, it's it's got cool elements. We've got the whole mythic stuff. It builds on the belief things and the idea of, like, death as a as an anthropomorphic personification that we had in Reaper Man. Um, yeah. The auditors are back. Yeah, the auditors mm-hmm. are back. The auditors Susan's are back. back. The auditors is this their is this their introduction in the series? No, no, we've we had seen them, them in Reaper Man. Reaper Man. They were in Reaper Fuck, Man because they they, that was another yeah. one where they were like, uh, "Death is developing feelings. Shut this thing down. I want that twink obliterated." Yeah. Um, <laughs> of, course, of course, they were. Yeah, yeah. So the auditors are back. Um, uh, also, there's a fucked up guy. Is this a fucked up guy? This because is... he is very slim, but he's also very tall. Mm. You can be a oh, Tiatami. I was there like, who's the fuck? Tiatami. I'm just going to call him Tiatami. Yeah, I'm going to call him Tiatami. Yeah. Um, in the German translation, by the way, tea time is called Kaffee Trinken. Oh! <laughs> coffee drinking. No tea in Germany. Yeah. No. Tea time's a fun character. Tea time is like the joker yeah <laughs> he's the most sh- should we should we i mean we don't need to yeah, do like sorry. a full some we can do a summary we can just go through the bits like yeah robin you you missed episode. the last three episodes where we decided to just like blow up the format of the podcast <laughs> that's fine. sick of doing summaries i'm fine yeah, with them okay. i just don't think they're interesting and when i'm editing i'm bored <laughs> <laughs> i mean and i yeah yeah also, I was in a yeah, very bad that's... mood for the past like three episodes. So. Yeah, and George oh, no. was in a bad mood. They were very weird three episodes. <laughs> I haven't listened to them. Um, I confess. I Have you read do. the book? Yeah, I don't. Oh I don't yeah, no, I read. Often. I did read the book. I was there. Like, I will at least read it so that I'm up to date. And also, whilst I was reading it, and I'm sure you guys talked about it, but all of the fucking um, turf shit came out on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I was like, well. Everyone keeps mentioning Feet of Clay, so I'm going to read it. And it's good. I really liked it. I, I, I'm, I enjoyed reading Feet of Clay more than I have enjoyed the first third of this, which is not to say that this is bad, but... Feet of Clay is like a really a, good one. Yeah. Um, I did also watch Sean's video on Discworld, so I have had Monstrous Regiments spoiled no! for me, but that's fine. No! <laughs> that's so sad. But it is sad. a good gag. I know, but I was like, well, I want to know what... This is I why I didn't know. want anyone to watch it because the the like the the twist in that book is just like melted my brain when I first read it and it was so good. <laughs> well, hopefully in the time between I'll forget somehow. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure you will. Yeah. I, I mean, think if the twist is what I think it is because I also not read it, but I'm pretty sure the German title of Monsters Regiment actually spoils the twist. What's the we'll talk title? about it when we get okay. there. <laughs> I'm not saying anything else, but there's multiple twists. But um, what a twist! Well, it, it definitely spoils one of them. Then yeah, uh, it's uh, it's one of those. Like I, I remember people were saying that's one of the worst German titles. This one is called Schweinsgalopp in German, which just means pig gallop. Is that like a joke or an idiom or something? It's like an idiom, like im, to say im Schweinsgalopp, which I'm not quite sure what that even means, to be Pigs. honest. Schweinsgalopp. It means if you do something very quickly, but not very 
well uh not very neatly or mm. not very oh okay that's quite uh, good that I makes like sense because pigs you know, well you want a horse to gallop on not a pig yeah Mm. Critical supports of pigs, though. <laughs> Actually, no, uncritical supports of pigs. They're great. They're lovely creatures. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I quite like. I, I actually quite like the way this book is. Like, I know, like this is this is also one of the one of the ones that I liked most when I first read them. Yeah. Mm. Uh, just because it's got such a good atmosphere. Uh, I, just, and, I just think it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, really cool. I don't know, like this, this, this opening passage, like with the first, like I think for the first like fifty pages, like barely any characters that we know even appear. Like it's just mm. most of them are just about this fucked up guy, which was like, <laughs> what if there was a fucked up guy? Uh, yeah, <laughs> there was a fucked up guy doing a heist. He just that yeah, there's there's this whole like heist plotline which we don't really understand yet, um, mm. but he's doing something so. The auditors go to see to Lord Downey. The fat man. And they say, kill Santa. Kill, kill the Even though father. if you kill Santa, you then have to, you then have to become Fatphobic, Mike. <laughs> That's <laughs> bad boy. Um, the auditors <laughs> want to kill a fat man, so this is, I'm cancelling this book. Because the bad guys in this book are being fatphobic to Santa. That's true. It's also barely, it's also like super bad representation for people with mental health issues. Yeah. Um, like tea time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We some should, people we are should assassins you... to cope. <laughs> yeah, some like some psychopaths people. should be, murderous psychopaths should be uh, treated with respect. I agree. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, or else. <laughs> very bad representation for psycho killers. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I am obsessed with the um, artwork on this one. It's so like good. The, I got the Kirby one. It's got this little piggy on it. Which... I'm so upset that oh, I, I so only cute. got the hardcover no. for this one. Like Amazon was somehow out of stock from the for the for the for the paperback. I have, I have a three volume one, which it calls oh, the Gods trilogy, which has pyramids, small gods, and Ogfather. That's really weird. I got, it, I got it in a charity shop, and the the cover had already fallen off, and it's held together with duct tape. So. <laughs> I've got these. I don't, an interesting I don't know what it looks like. Tia Time has got his like foot in a cauldron, which I don't actually recall happening in the plot. I think it's a chimney, Chaz. Oh, it's a chimney. <laughs> oh, I didn't recognize that as a house because they just look like they're in their field. Yeah. It's a rooftop, the snowy rooftops of, of they're just, your. They're just in a field. Um, the hardcover is just like some fucking. Just a spooky skull. Just a spooky skull. It's like like a Christmas arrangement in a skull form. It's fine. But it's not as good as the Kirby art. It's not as good as the flying pigs on the Kirby art, which I might get tattooed. The flying Um, pigs? Yeah. That's so good. (laughs) You should. Um, I love pigs so much. They're such great animals. So clever. I was born in New York. I like the bit in this where they're at the like Santa's grotto thing, and the entire display has been ruined, (laughs) and there's just like actual hogs missing (laughs) everywhere. This scene, I do think, is funny. The adaptation, I will say, I think that they do it pretty well. Um, (laughs) But it's also very funny here. It's very funny. Okay, so so Tia Time is like, I'm going to kill Santa. Because the yeah, he's asked by uh, right, like Downey, Mister Downey, 
Lord Downey. Lord, Lord Downey. Downey. Robert Downey Jr. tells uh, <laughs> tells him what the what the task is, and then we have a Joker moment uh, where he's like, oh, "This is very difficult. I'm going to have to. I am going to have to think about. I don't know why I'm doing a little finger voice for this. I am yeah, going well, what to have happens to think is Taya Taimi like grabs the guy's head and like puts it on a pencil and goes, "What if we killed the fat man?" <laughs> 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 so he's like this is very difficult I am going to have to think about it and then then Robert Downey Jr. says okay and then Tea Time says I have thought about it I now I know the plan and then it turns out he's been thinking about this all the time because he's been thinking his Tea Time is thinking about killing scenarios as his hobby in his free time because he's so twisted hey fun fact um, you also Tea Time and I have this particular trait in common when I was younger, um, for like three straight years in a row, I my one goal was to catch Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the first two years, what I did is I had a bunch of Bratz dolls with brown hair, which is my natural hair colour. <gasps> and I put them on what? my pillow with the hair all out and stuffed my bed to make it look like I was sleeping with my face down. And then I hid in the cupboard, fell asleep the first year, um, fell asleep the second year. So <laughs> the third year, I did the exact same thing. Um, but this time I put like um, safety pins, <laughs> not safety pins, um, you know, like push pins. Oh, like thumbtacks. Like, um, thumbtacks. Yeah. I put thumbtacks facing up on the ground um, where my door is and by the window. And I put a tripwire by my door. <laughs> so you're effectively so trying to you kill just your, injure parents. your parents. You're trying to home alone <laughs> your parents. You just yes. fucking destroyed your parents. Did you, yes. did you get your stocking in did- your room then? Um, yes. Yeah, we had we had ours in our room. Oh, we had um, it. We had it on the I, on the mantelpiece over the. Yeah, I'm not sure we didn't why have, we, we didn't have a mantelpiece because I think ah. it just made the job harder for our parents. Spoiler they alert took our for listeners: Santa away. is your dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Council actually, took our fireplace. Santa's not usually your dad. Every time I had a present from Santa, it was there like, oh wow, and my mum would be like, do you like it? And dad would be like, oh that's cool. Like he had yes. never seen it before. <laughs> yeah, my mum, my mum will still give us stocking presents, and yeah. I, you can you can try asking her not to, but she'll be like, oh it's just a few small ones, and then they'll still be there, and they'll be like the most. It would be like the most pointless shit where I'm like, why did you buy this for me? It makes me feel actively <laughs> bad because I'm like, I don't want this. <laughs> but get, she keeps doing get, like, it. We get like, you know, the, the traditional like tangerine or citrus yeah, or satsuma. Satsuma. Mm. Like usually like a couple of walnuts or something that are just from the Nambour. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like some chocolate, like marzipan log or something. You know? Yeah, this is like chocolate, a tangerine and then like a... my parents keep buying me puzzles. Yeah. Not like Not like jigsaw puzzles, like um... You know, the metal ones where you have to get a piece of metal oh, off the I other pieces those. of metal and half the time they don't Yeah Okay, I could be doing them wrong, be, but half the time they don't shit, work. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like yeah. this is gonna sit in a drawer and I don't Yeah. Uh, I, I do appreciate the game. Like she bought me like a like a fucking um Frida Carlo glasses case and I was like You love Frida Carlo. <laughs> I don't want a Frida Carlo. I love Carlo. I love the commercialization. <laughs> Why is there so much fucking Frida Kahlo merch around now? Aesthetic. Because irony is dead. I don't know. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Oh, I don't, I don't eat chocolate, and she'll be she'll buy me like three chocolate reindeers, and I'm like, well, I can't eat these, so I just end up keeping them for months. Just these chocolate. I'll, I'll have them. 
Yeah, yeah I'm gonna one. send them to you. <laughs> in Hungary, there's like either no Santa Claus or two Santa Clauses, like depend depending on. Oh yeah. On your understanding, because like on Christmas, at least for our family, it was always the baby Jesus is bringing the presents. Like the baby, the, the very, baby very strong. Is he like yeah? Got it. Got them in his hands, and he's like Whoa. Christ child. Some people have the Christ. Some yeah. places do have the Christ child. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we we do in Nuremberg. We do also have the Christkindl, who is just like a little girl. <laughs> It's just a, the Chris comes a little it's just girl. A, it's just a br- it's just a blonde little girl. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought the Chris Kindle was a boy. No. <laughs> oh. Chris Kindle was I thought it was just I don't know why. I thought it was just baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. <laughs> I mean it's it is baby Jesus, but like there's like this event trans on the Chris Kindle smart where oh, there's fuck yeah. you wouldn't trans where you're Jesus. Like, you're like crowned this year's baby Jesus and it's just gonna be a little given, I'm giving Jesus puberty blockers. Do you then once you've crowned this year's Jesus, do you then kill them when the when it's time <laughs> Do you for then the crucify this year's Jesus? Yeah, they the have to kill by uh, by the following year's uh, Chris Kindle. But yeah, anyway, yeah. like in Hungary you the baby Jesus by, was you have to kill him by the sixth. Yeah. Mm. You kill them in three ways and bury them in the deep dark waters of the bog. <laughs> <laughs> the baby Jesus was bringing the presents in Hungary on, on, on Christmas Eve and I remember there's, there's like some really twisted shit where like there's a saying that only only some of my most rancid family members were saying like, <laughs> uh-huh. like uh, the, the, but they were always saying uh, oh I wish you a, a a rich baby Jesus but like as rich as in literally as in Oh, like being financially rich, yeah. rich in the meaning of the baby Jesus being like rich enough to afford you buy a lot of presents uh. Okay. Interesting. An interesting. I want this baby. I want. I, I this Christmas. I wish that your baby Jesus has the drip. I want an economically <laughs> sound baby Jesus. Yeah. I don't I just want an individual baby, sound Jesus. baby Jesus. He there, used who, to there turn are multiple up. Ups, this baby Jesus is iced out. I do feel but the terrible. Up thing is- that we're talking about this now i'm like i feel very festive now so you know yeah, maybe you no. should just stop listening to it this and come back to it in already. december or <laughs> listen to it both like? times come back to this in december if you're listening to this in december merry christmas this merry is our christmas, christmas special three episodes <laughs> merry christmas happy holidays happy yeah, yeah that's right conservatives we said it <laughs> Mary Hogswatch Seasons night. greetings, Check bitch <laughs> Ben Shapiro, Seasons man greetings. celebrates mm. Christmas <laughs> Red Starbucks <laughs> Oh, shit <laughs> Oh no, my cup didn't say Happy Christmas, Christianity is great Lord, Praise Jesus all for all time I I'm want my mug. kill all this? gays Starbucks <laughs> coffee cup <laughs> <laughs> I want. I listen. I like my Starbucks with um, a very gruesome image of Herod slaughtering the infants mm-hmm. on the outside of the cup. And if it doesn't have that, if my coffee doesn't look like the red blood of all the murdered innocents, mm-hmm. then what's the fucking point? And then above yeah. it, it just says no F slurs. Yeah. <laughs> I want my Starbucks cup to sing the entirety of Jesus Christ Superstar to me. Jesus the Epsler is fundamentalist. Very offensive thing to say to no- normal Christians. <laughs> but anyway, just, the, just think that in Hungary, um, like, the true heirs to Israel are Anglo-Saxon people from Britain and true. the descendants in America. Besides, 
besides the baby Jesus that came on Christmas Eve, we also yeah. had on Saint Nick's Day, which is the sixth of December. We okay, also yeah. had Saint Nick who came, and he looked exactly like Santa. Saint Nick. Yeah. Well, Saint Nick is Santa. Is Santa? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Father yeah, Christmas. Santa Claus. They're the same. Yeah. That's Santa that's Nick where Claus. he comes from, but it's. Yeah, but like he he looked exactly like it's like probably... Santa, and he was bringing he was bringing us presents on the sixth of December. Presents were usually just like apples and tangerines, and like well, it's the twelfth day of Christmas, in it. That, they, that's yeah. not Christmas. That's Santa Claus. That's that's Saint Nicholas's day. Yeah, yeah. And if you're Dutch, yeah, it's a great that. day to get out the old shoe polish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but anyway, a, after that, like for a while, it was really confusing for me to watch like American movies. Where, mm. where Saint yeah. Nick came on Christmas? That was like mm. really confusing for me. It's a legacy of the immigration, like immigration in America, bringing like British Christmas traditions, where it's Father Christmas, mm. um, who was a sort of like festive figure of fun, essentially, of just like a, a figure of feasting Festive and having a great time. Mm. He's about the um, vibes. He's vibes. Yeah, and I, there, I, there's some possibly tenuous like scholarship linking him to like uh, Odin or Woden or Votan or whatever you want to call him, um, of like him doing some shit on like the longest night of the year. And for presence of that, but uh, you know, he was just like a guy um, with Christmas that was a sort of English tradition um, that gone over to America, and then it mixed with all of like the Dutch and German immigrants um, who were more interested in Saint Nicholas, um, and it got they started calling him Santa because of Santa Claus, Saint, like Saint Nicholas, mm. um, and it got mixed in with Father Christmas, and that's why you now refer to like the person who's actually Father Christmas as as Santa Claus and like it came back across the Atlantic again to Europe mm. and, fucking um, Americans so fucking where's Frank ruined from? our British Christmas <laughs> and, and honest and like actually like when it, I remember the Catholics were always like on on Saint Nick's Day in Hungary and then also when I moved to Germany they did the same thing that on on, on, on Saint Nick's Day they were like you may think that this is what Saint Nick looks like, and then there's an image of Santa, but actually, and then there was an image of a guy dressed in like a bishop's outfit. Just, this is what he actually looks like. Since when yes. did this become more beautiful? Than this? Reject your modernity, embrace tradition, and the tradition is Saint Nicholas reassembling children who had been p- cut up and pickled in barrels and uh, bringing them back to life. That's the one. That one? That's the one. Yeah. I want to see. Yeah. What if what if some guy just like killed loads of children, like cut them up and pickled them in barrels? I would think um, that was very sexy. What if he? What if? What if you put them back together like a jigsaw puzzle and brought them back to life? Just like in Frankenstein. Yeah. Really New makes guy you think just about dropped. Christmas. Yet another stocking <laughs> puzzle. Um. <laughs> I was thinking about if Hogfather came out like today. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, um, I'd support Hogfather. <laughs> and I'd say, what what pronouns do you want to I use? I would tell like, him to like, go if you're back just working in. them out, like... <laughs> if I came out today, I would be really spooked out because Terry Pratchett has been dead for, like, six years. <laughs> I'd be like, ooh. Actually, Hogfather was gay the whole time. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Can't believe the fucking liberals, the woke left, 
are trying to they're trying to uh, make the now make the whole car gay. Father isn't is, is gay. That, that, was, that is genuinely the weirdest thing when Americans are like, mm, actually, Santa Claus is married to a woman, <laughs> and they they've they've been She's together for hundreds Mrs. of years. Claus. I played Mrs. Mrs. Claus, Claus like, in a in a school play in primary school. But Mrs. Listen. Claus is so fucked up when it's originally like a Catholic bishop. Yeah, and he's the same, <laughs> right? So he didn't marry. fuck. No, he, like, I think I think when Saint Nicholas was alive, they were allowed they were allowed to marry. Were and they? Not that not that this like s- yes, they, I mean, the that Pope's was only bought in like the seventh or eighth century or ninth century. They I'm did not sure. used to be able to. Yeah, um, but that, it's like in the pre-Norman Conquest days, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm. So anyway, yeah, if <laughs> early, early came out today, times, you know, if Hogan came out today, I was imagining like you know when you pick up a, a like a fantasy book, and yeah. In a in a bookshop, I know what it's like. Yeah, you know what it's like. And I on don't. the blurb, it's got like for fans of X property and Y property. Yeah. Mm. And I was thinking, you can. <laughs> this is like for fans of Rise of the Guardians and <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas. Comes this brand new book by Terry Pratchett. It is yeah. though. It is very Nightmare Before Christmas. For fans of Nightmare Before Christmas and. CSI fucked up guys serial killers <laughs> for fans of Zodiac by David Fisher yeah for fans of the Joker bracket in the Dark Knight Dark Knight Joker he played the Joker yeah um, Joker's trick Joker bracket society guy with makeup okay well where I was gonna say yeah so we see that Tia Taime has like put together a crack team of like Less fucked up guys, but criminal criminal types. He's got I mean, some of the flattest nose geezers in all of our Yeah, there's some, some British some British geezers. I love I wanna... the aside here about all the different Daves. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like one of the gang members is called Normal Dave. Yeah, but Medium goes, Dave. Medium, medium Dave, Dave, sorry, not Normal Dave. And then it goes on the aside about like Lanky Die. Lanky Die. <laughs> Tall Dave, Fat Dave. Lanky Die is from Flamidos. Oh. <laughs> the, the fucking yeah the, the, it's such a good joke medium dave i mean in my village we used to have we used to literally have there were so many daves and they all went to the pub that there was there was um old dave tall dave um little dave and someone who just who was just called dave <laughs> <laughs> and then dave dave, little dave i do remember dave. like the second year oh i was God. living in cardiff on st david's day they were it was specifically Nando's did a promotion where if your name was Dave and you had the ID to prove it, you could get a free meal. What? <laughs> Which That's pretty good. In Wales, risky business. Yeah, no, the loss-making business. <laughs> yeah. It's like half the guys. Ah, uh, but they're gonna they're gonna come with their friends, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're gonna they're bring called, their friends who are also um, called Dave. <laughs> all, well, most of them are also called Dave, um, but there's also a lot of people called. Uh, short and whatever the other Welsh names are, I don't know. Daffith. Daffith. That's, that's that just, just David. Dave. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just wondering if Nando's would have discriminated like either way. They'll be called way. Dan. They'll be a Karen. They'll be a Reese. This is just like how yeah, right. It goes. Re- yeah, Reese. Uh, uh, what other um, Welsh names do people? Just normal names. No, you know, Welsh people. Welsh people are just like you or I. Gwillem, which I'd never heard as a name before. 
<laughs> the Welshman is a funny, funny beast. <laughs> the tricky fellow. At the time, it's just the same words, much but respect spelled differently. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gwillem yeah. is just Willem. George Willem. is but with sure. A G. <laughs> I don't sure. know what Twilers and Gawains. Twiler is not a Welsh name. <laughs> Twiler is such a funny name. Yeah. So the other. Twiler. So. The other plot line is Susan is here again. It's our friend Susan, and she's a governess now, and she's really good at it because she's, like, vaguely, like, I don't know, disdainful of the kids, and they think it's funny, but also she takes their concerns seriously and, you know, Well, she's disdainful of them in a way where all they want to do is, like, please her, Mm. and they look up to her. Yeah, and the previous nanny had just, like, tried to use stories to scare them. Mm. And as we know, in Discworld... It's kind um, of a theme in this book. In Discworld, if if uh, people believe in things, then they become real. If enough people believe in them or strongly enough, kind of the yeah, kind of the kind of the theme of this book mm. also <laughs> is yeah. kids Hetero. believing in things. Yeah, um, Te- Terry Terry taking the the controversial stance of you should listen to children when they when they have problems and when they're shocking for him. Honestly, support them through it. He's always so wrong. Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> It is, um, is kind of weird, though. He does I, understand children, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, like, I feel like that really isn't the case for a lot of other People. media That's ever. why Terry's the best. Yeah, I mean, yeah just, exactly. Just the specific ways he shows these kids to be horrible is, like, really enjoyable. Well, it's like, so it's Twyler and Gawain, and Twyler's thing is that she, like, acts cute and puts on a fake list <laughs> so that people will, like, give her things and be nice to her. <laughs> Yeah, since she said she's like five years old, but thirty-five in cynicism. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, gonna put a lot like, of misspellings in. Uh, yeah, in her deliberate. letter to Santa. Being like, oh, Mister Hogfather, please, please, may I have, I have a please, may I have a gift, Mister Hogfather? I love the running bit that everybody's gifts or everybody's like wishes to the Hogfather are like two normal things and then medieval torture set one-to-one recreation ages six to ten <laughs> yeah well, kids love kids well, it's love just like kids toys violence. kids yeah. toys isn't it they're like often just have like randomly weirdly violent stuff in the yeah. occasion <laughs> yeah, one yeah, of the one of the thesis it. statements of this book is that kids are really bloodthirsty because they're just sort of small adults who aren't formed yet yeah yeah, she gets she makes she gets them to read uh, Tacitus and um, Tacitus, 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 Tacitus. Yeah, and so she's looking after these kids, which is very embarrassing for the person she's governessing for because uh, Susan is a a duchess, um, which really throws off the sensibilities of like the nouveau riche <laughs> shoemaking family who she works for, who are like They're don't know how to act class. around her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love the line where she's just like the the mother of the house is just like, what would you call the the second cousin of the queen? And she's like, oh, we usually just called him Jamie. Yeah, and she like, has a panic attack <laughs> to go and lie down for the rest of the day. I love the bit like earlier in the book where there's, there's like where they're like there, there's like these other like posh people in the house and they're like oh how interesting she she says that she believes that there are actually monsters and she are, she's going to act like she's beating them up oh how delightful and how convincing mm-hmm. oh yeah. how very modern and what psychological a, what yeah they're like spell it out as psychological 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 what a clever girl posh people in the drinking brandy 
Yeah, it's the Sybil. It's the Sybil voice. Girl. There's a girl out there. What a lovely girl. I say, there's a girl. It's very like, it's very like Just William, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so that's very funny. And also there's bears that attack them if they stand on cracks and Susan has to, like, <laughs> keep them away. G- uh, Gawain, like, intentionally standing on them so he yeah. can see her in action. <laughs> like, so much him beat up the bears and she's like, please stop doing this. So there's just bears standing around looking sheepish and scared <laughs> yeah. of them. Sheepish, no, they're it's bears. It's very funny. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's the comedy you get on this podcast um, exactly yeah so that's very funny um, but she's distressed because once again supernatural goings ons are beginning to try and involve her it's our old friend the raven who we love and missed oh hey, yeah. he's so funny he's so he's funny so funny he wants to eat the eyeballs but they're walnuts <laughs> no one wants to eat walnuts it's a trick I don't mind the bo- I don't mind the raven <laughs> it's like fine. tree bars I think he was more annoying sure. in the last book where he was like horny i don't know if he was horny he's, he was he was more annoying no he said one. he said the n-word joke in the last one i remember that was the that was the weird yeah. <laughs> he had a heated gamer moment <laughs> the heated um, gamer. Yeah. He this a, one is just like i yeah, think he's i think it's annoying in this yeah one, i think if there, there if, if if soul music wasn't i wouldn't find this raven annoying yeah uh, because yeah. So it's like, it's the memory <laughs> yeah it's the beautiful memories yeah I like yeah. the death of rats being back. I love the death of rats. Yeah, the duo. What a good character. He's great. He kills a mouse in this, or he reaps the soul of a mouse, which I was like... Mouses are rats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, my, does, he does um, like small animals. <laughs> are mice small rats, yeah. or are rats big mice? Makes you think. Well, he's mm. a death of rats, so they're small rats. Ooh. True, okay. He also does hamsters <laughs> and chinchillas. That's an unusual yeah, I know. <laughs> Does hamsters and chinchillas like on the days after chinchillas are big when uh when uh kids forget about them and neglect to feed them or experiment and accidentally break them? (laughs) Very sad. I really it's the death of rodents, really. Yeah. 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 But not not bunnies. But I would I would classify the rat as the sort of quintessential rodents, which sort of makes sense. It does. Because he's also death for people. He's also death for like dwarves and ogres and stuff. It's true. And trolls. So it makes sense that he would the death well, he of was rats. His death. death was death for everything until the death of rats yeah. came yeah. into being during the events of and... Reaper Man. It's the only specific death that isn't yeah. the other death. Mm. Yeah, it's the only one death. Because he was like, he this climbing, little guy's pretty on. cool. Yeah. Death <laughs> 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 just wanted a pet. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, speaking of pets, he now has a fuck ton of cats, <laughs> which I love. It's so cute. Like Susan going to his house and being like, "What the fuck? I hate this." <laughs> yeah. So what happens is Susan uh, Death is now doing the Hogfather's job for some reason to do with something terrible happening to the to the Hogfather. Yeah. So I love the introduction the where his where it's just like. Like it, he he does it with like 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 we're gonna start with like death being already like at the job mm. Uh, mm. of doing this, mm. and it just starts with oh it's a it's a man with a big belly and a beard, and then we see the voice where he says ho ho ho, and it's like written in the death. Yeah, voice. and it's the death of rats, and he's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, there's a time skip. We know that something has happened yeah. from when the auditors asked Teatime yeah. to kill uh, the Hogfather, but we don't know what. 
But it appears that kids are not believing in the Hogfather anymore, and that this is causing issues. So Death is trying to, you know, do do the Hogfather's role while he's not around. <laughs> uh, Pixie Albert is also there. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pixie Albert. He's drunk like well over a million glasses of sherry. <laughs> he's on the journey. <laughs> He's it's like, really good. Make my mouth and one turn it. Yeah, I love Susan doing the cinema sins. Like, hang on a second, but you're back in the human world. How are you not dying? And they're both like, well, um, because we're technically in the sort of belief we're the- space between <laughs> Hogfather time. We're in the Hogfather pocket time. reality. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's you totally- jot that down. <laughs> Terry's like, look, you may think I might have written myself into a corner, but actually I haven't. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't care. How else could the Hogfather deliver food? How could he deliver presents to every single uh, house that is vaguely Discworld Christian? Um, and unless, unless he, you know, he had like a different type of time that he could take it is. Of. It is very funny that the book distinguishes between the areas that believe in the Hogfather and those that don't like Clatch doesn't. Clatch Wonderland. The Counterweight Continent. The Empire. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, I suppose <laughs> it's I think it's probably linked like the the iconography of Father Christmas going all the way around the world. Mm. Because you know, you get like fucking NORAD track Santa and all that stuff and they're like, he's going around the world and it's like <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he needs you're, to. <laughs> there are a lot of Christians in Somalia, I'm sure. But do they know it's Christmas time? That's the question. <laughs> oh. God. Yeah, do, in Hawaiiland, do they know countries? it's Christmas time? <laughs> <laughs> do these people in countries where, like, most people are Christian, know it's Christmas time? God, I don't know. Are they? They they must all be stupid because they're poor. Yeah. Do Terrible. they know it's Christmas time, time at all? Yeah, thank you, Bono. Thank you, David Bowie. Thank you. Tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Like, I love that song right. because it has like what? a bunch of really talented guys, but the one guy who wrote the song is the least talented of them all. Who so, wrote yeah. it? Bob Geldof. Okay. Okay. It's a bad song. Bob I Geldof really is the guy it. who plays Pink Floyd in Pink Geldof's Floyd's Door. Dad. Maybe. Yes. yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Wait, Robin. How do you know Peach's Geldof but more not than Bob, Bob Geldof? That's crazy. you know that's a Bob really Geldof good question. Let me find a picture the of Peach's first. <laughs> Bob Geldof, known for the hit song "I Don't Like Mondays." Yeah, I know Peach's Geldof because she. Damn phone too much. I think I know Peach's from L magazine. I that's think I just know her because she's blonde. I don't know who Peaches Geldof is. I only and, know Bob. And do you like blonde people? That's so funny. Is that because you're, you're into blonde people? or because No. That's really offensive. You're not allowed to be into are... blonde people. No, I think I just know her because she has like, she right. has like a, not a career as a model, but she has been in that kind of celebrity the, zone for she, a while. She's a celebrity's daughter. So. She died though, daughter. right? She died. She's really dead? Yeah. She fucking, oh, she fucking did, yeah. She died in 2014. How do I know Peaches Geldof and not Bob Geldof? But also, how do I not know that Peaches Geldof is Yeah, dead? she died. She was like 25. Jesus. Yeah. De- oh, my God. I did not know this. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I was like, because I have never heard Boston. of her. So when you when you mentioned her, I was like Googling. And I was like, why, why are you talking about her in present tense? Because I didn't know she I thought she was alive. Um, I think that's why anyway, I Anyway, Bob Geldof, not a great died. songwriter. Um, um. Yeah, but did I know it's Christmas time? That's a terrible song. 
It mm. is, and I love it for that. Tonight, no. thank God it's them instead of you. That's it's not quite as good as the not quite as good as the Christmas shoes. Uh, if we're talking about like horrible Christmas <laughs> no. songs, but uh, yeah. you know, no, no one plays no one plays the Christmas shoes here though, so it's like I, fine. Don't, I don't know the Christmas shoes. It's, oh, it's, it's like about it's what amazing. if you bought shoes for your dying mother? <laughs> They're Christmas <laughs> shoes. <laughs> There's oh. a great video to it. I'm going to show it to you after recording. Yeah, they they made a film about it and everything. It was yeah. great. Well, they made a great film where um, Khaleesi... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the Christmas Prince, ghost! Hot man, and actually he's dead. Actually, uh, he's inside her all along. Yeah. He's her heart. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't they believe they made, they made a movie based on that. Like, imagine if you were had to have a heart transplant and your boyfriend was Zane and you went to the hospital and he said, Good, good luck, babe. I'll be thinking of you. I love you. And you say, Thank imagine you, babe. And you go under the knife and you wake up and you're alive and you say, Oh, wow, thank you, but where's where's my boyfriend, Zane? And they say, well, who do you think gave you the heart? <laughs> Several years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine if they're like so last Christmas. What if, what if your mum was a funny Balkans war refugee? <laughs> yeah, what if they made jokes She'd about been it? Traumatized, but it was also, she was also kind of funny because she was foreign. And, <laughs> yeah. and being from the Balkans was basically the same as like Russian. So well, the Balkans talk, like, aren't Russian. real. She was like from yeah, it was like she was like from three different countries. Like she was like from <laughs> Yeah, I come from Bosnia, Herzegovina, Serbia. Yeah, she was like from Yugoslavia, <laughs> but then Yeah. Uh, but then then they did a funny prank where the KGB showed up at her door and she was scared to death. Like it was famously Yeah, they famously, were like the KGB um, has come for you. <laughs> famously very good uh, friends, the the Soviet Union in the mid 90s and and Yugoslavia. Yeah. Mm. A country that existed and had previously had poor relations with Yugoslavia. <laughs> it's in a, a time great didn't exist. movie. It's They've a great like... movie. I love where I love the bit where she uh, where she outs her lesbian sister in front of her family who wouldn't uh, be accepted. Oh, yeah. I, that, that's that's classic main character move. That's the protagonist I want to look for. Oh, I am foreign and I do not like my daughter who is lesbian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're like, I am Frank, they were like Brexit is really hard you are for my the Yugoslavians. <laughs> you are my daughter. You will never have your wife. <laughs> <laughs> your wife. Your life. Your wife. wife. Anyway, enough like about the great wife. film Last Christmas oh, starring I wish I could Khaleesi. wipe my brain and watch it again because the moment I realised like <laughs> halfway through the film that this guy, the guy was like dead and that he had given her her heart transplant. Didn't we realise at the same time when we were in <laughs> I think so. I think we, we both sort of started both shaking. Like... <laughs> but it's like, it's like the Fight Club twist <laughs> where you like, where like, you like wait, suddenly wait, wait, recontextualise the entire movie and it all fits into place and all the scenes you realise, oh, nobody talked to Tyler Durden except in this one like they didn't do a great job at making this guy dead and only a figment of her imagination no because they like they like break into a into a an an ice skating rink and stuff and it's like a bunch of stuff where it like I feel like it had to be two people I don't know how she how does she get into his house (laughs) broken yeah I, I don't know she's a ghost anyway she has his heart so she knows where he keeps the keys okay Anyway, Hogfather, yeah, so... I thought that was so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Other plot line is that uh, Rigkley 
is he's found a new fun bathroom and mm-hmm. he's like, I love to be in this new bathroom. Right. I don't want to be in the shit old bathroom with all the right. other wizards who I hate. Yeah. Here, here is where. So all of the negative reviews for this book on Goodreads, they're like, there were a lot of random vignettes. I did not it's finish Christmas. this. Yeah, oh. very true. But um, the the Ridcully stuff in this way, he's like building a bathroom and there's a Veruca gnome. This is the bit where I was like, I'm enjoying this, but I have, but I, I don't know what's really going on. Well, it sort of it ties into the into the rest of it later um, on. Yeah, I mean, I think this you is see, just one of those things where we read a third of the book, and I'm like, hmm, this yeah, doesn't no, they, have an ending. There's, a, <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> it's really weird how this book ended a third of the way through, and the plot lines didn't seem to converge at any point. <laughs> Ralph Bakshi's, uh, yeah, uh, Hogfather. Mm. I'm so glad that everyone else is talking about Ralph Bakshi. I feel like <laughs> I've been the only person for so long. There was a nostalgia critic review of it like, many I years ago. Oh, I don't know what it is. Um, I haven't, I haven't watched that awesome one. Like, l- literally, this is this the shameful. Oh, did he do? Did he do Fritz the Cat? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, then it makes sense and why you care other about ones. this. No, I, I've only known about his Lord of the Rings. <laughs> this makes sense why you care about. <laughs> <laughs> I just know Chess okay. is a thing about Fritz the Cat. I don't know what Fritz the Cat is. I just know that it's your thing. I know Fritz when you joined Letterboxd, that was like the second it thing was you reviewed. The first Western uh, X rated cartoon. cartoon, which is counterculture Ralph Bakshi, what if cat, horny, um, and also there's a lot of racism. And I'm doing satire, but I'm doing it in the grossest way possible. <laughs> and also, there's like, and I can't remember what she is like a, a Nazi. There's like a, a Nazi rabbit. Rabbit, yeah, a Nazi rabbit. And there's a cow, and then they firebomb Harlem. There's like a lot. It's a lot. What's the other movie that has horny cats in it? Because I remember being cats. No, not that one. It's a cartoon. Yeah, there's a Hungarian cartoon with horny cats. There must be a bunch. Has been horny. Anyway, the, uh, yeah, the, this, will, this, will, I don't know. this will tie in. Ferdinand? Ferdinand the cat? It wasn't... Uh, it's fine. We'll come back to this in another good. day. Anyway, so... Ash came around the other day and we were both like, damn, we're really cool and smart for not liking anime, aren't we? While we were looking at Netflix. It's very good. <laughs> um, I'm that sounds well, very okay. fun of you. <laughs> As when you come around here, I'm just going to make you watch anime. So how's that? <laughs> uh, that would be a failure of your duty as a host to entertain you in every way possible. <laughs> but we all want to watch yeah, anime. We can show up in Bristol and we're just going to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for like 24 We're just going to watch the first season of Beastars. I've already seen it. Chaz has already seen it. I don't know I about you, Yana, I've seen we're going to make it. George watch it. <laughs> I think we should all watch Evangelion, the, the movie. Yeah, we should um, all watch End of Evangelion, yeah. Well, without anyway, context like, of the show. Yeah. Would you anyway. Avatar The Last Airbender? <laughs> yes. Like the, yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's 2008 and I'm offended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, the Rick Kelly stuff will tie into it. Um, but at the moment, he's just got a cool bathroom and 
you know, it's a bloody stupid Johnson bathroom, so the so the knobs <laughs> do funny things. He does one called Old Faithful, which I can only presume is like a very, very strong uh douching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think he, it's a Yeah, he he likes it, but he doesn't want the other the other visits to try it out, so very clean. Um very and clean. He, he keeps talking about the Vrukanum. And when he does, there's a little glingle glingle noise, and then the Vrukanum spontaneously appears out of nothing, um, and like wanders around. And so he's there, and he's a fun little guy. Also, Hex is working. It says Ant Hill inside. Do you get it? <laughs> it's it's no. good. I love Hex. I, lo- I love all the ways. It says like Intel inside. Fun. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's a good joke. I wouldn't have got that one on my own. I'll be honest with okay. you. <laughs> It's Hex more has in like the show because they have the same stick. <laughs> Hex has Windle Poons's old like ear trumpet attached, which was a fun callback. Love to remember mm, yeah. the character Windle Poons. And um, it's Love doing it's doing that fucking um, computer therapy from hypernormalization that uh, he got really mad about with the buzzer. <laughs> Um, where this like he's first, like asking him questions back to him, and he gets really mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a in a sense, it does kind of seem to work because yeah. it gives him like a moment of lucidity where he's like, "Are you making fun of me? Fuck off!" <laughs> <laughs> but very good moment. I like. Hex. I'm excited to see more of Hex. Hex is great. Hex is a is always an interesting like thing to have in. There's like. I don't know. Especially it, just like in the 90s. computer. Ghost in the machine. Yeah. yeah. Mm. This might not be like one of the really accessible books like new readers, but I think it is one which like brings together a lot of Yeah. A lot of yeah. like what he's built on already and like synthesizes it in new ways that are really interesting. And mm. he's like we are really like it well into that sort of prime period of Discworld now where like you have this whole established mythos and not even mythos, just a whole established world and all these little ideas and characters. It's a canon. And things. Yeah. yeah, just like all, and all that can all be bought in at will yeah. and interact with each other in new ways. It's really good. It's fun. Well, it's very like Christmas special sometimes. Like there's a lot of characters appear in this book. Yeah. Like like Nobby will be in it later on. Um, <laughs> Spoilers, ding. Oh, sorry. But, the, you know, the watch will be in there. We get, there's, apparently there's an action figure of Carrot. That yeah, you can buy. Who's making that? <laughs> I, I guess I, yeah. I'm not saying that this is the floor of the story. I think that's really funny, but also I want to know more. I know. <laughs> uh, One man night watch in school. <laughs> that's just so funny. Um, so just, yeah, I think it's very up. it's very rewarding yeah. for people who've read like a lot of the other books. I think it's just yeah. got a lot of like you know. Bits. And we have read the Pokemon. You love Discworld. You'll love this other one of Discworld. <laughs> well, it's like you know, because like we go back to beers again, which was introduced last yes. book. Um, mm. I like beers. Beers is fun. So she she go goes to beers. to beers, and a bogeyman tries to like harass her, and she like does the voice at him. <laughs> and there's a lot of bogeymen as well in this book. I do think Bogeyman's. it's funny that everybody at beers is like. You know, Susan is sort of part death. There's a bunch of bogeymen. There's like vampires, werewolves, and then there's just like a cat lady. Yeah, <laughs> who's yes. also there? Cat girl. Cat girl. Yeah, she's old. She's old, and she doesn't. She doesn't notice. Yeah, yeah. she's like a like a bag lady, I suppose. Is what I'm yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and that's why when Susan sees that death is going down the chimney, she's like, this is just like the lady at beers. I'm very concerned <laughs> he's not doing this for a reason, but just because he's gone crazy. He's <laughs> gone mental. He just wants to get... have a good time. Susan is we doing get, um... problematic portrayal of mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> Bad book. This book is cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> uh... We get, we get like, deaths actually being very smart in this. Yeah. Because, I mean, Terry loves to use reverse psychology on all of his characters, but, like, it is very fun because you get someone who's very smart and sort of capable like Susan, but who would absolutely just be like, no, piss off, what the fuck are you doing to death? And he was like, please help. And he can't do that because he can't get her involved, but he knows that he can reverse psychology into her, <laughs> her into helping him <laughs> just by, like, sort of... He's like, like I'm not going to tell you anything like, about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a like, great bit where on. it's a great bit when El, where Albert like explains his reverse psychology back to him, and he's like, "Oh, very interesting. I need to learn more about humans." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, oh, I guess I have a lot to learn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, she will get involved when I tell her. Uh, not to uh, when I act mysterious that's going to annoy her and that's that's going to want her to know more that I should have considered that I clearly <laughs> that never thought of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so as part, as part of his strategy Albert's like you should do a public appearance and Death is like I don't know that's not really what I do normally and he's like yes but the hog father can uh, so they go to um, Crimley's which I guess is Hamley's um <laughs> Uh, the the sort of big shopping center and they they the blow mall. up. It's at the, the mall, mall, which is spelled M A U L, which is how which is how Americans pronounce it. I said the mall the other day and was <laughs> criticized for that pronunciation. You may laugh, Janosch, but I I never used to know how to say it when I was a kid. Because... Is it not the mall? It is the mall. Is... Thank you. Wait, I thought it was the. But I used to say mal and everyone laughed at me, so now I called it the mall. Now I call it the mall. I don't think I would never use that word. I would call it the shopping center. It's an American. It's an American thing to call it. But there's yeah. Pall Mall in Britain, which is like a, a like a street. Like yeah, it's a well, there's Pall Mall. Kind of street mal, Yeah. Yeah. So I would have said I always cigarette. said mal, and then a certain <laughs> we're taking sponsorship unnamed, from tobacco companies. Mm. And it's a certain unnamed person mm. who spoken English. Smooth. But, American English. Toasted flavour of Palmar cigarettes. <laughs> I left to stuff your doctor, Palmar your cigarettes into my mouth. I left to eat. I left to just eat them. I so love to. Sometimes I swallow three to four Palmar cigarettes at once. Palmar. What I like to do, I like to, um, I like to grind up lots of asbestos and cut it on a mirror with, um, with um, uh, tobacco, and then you just snort it. Sounds really good. That's, not, really that's nice. not how you take asbestos. You know nothing. <laughs> Nine out of ten doctors would say this is a good idea, and the other, the one, the one out of ten would say it's a really good idea. <laughs> but doctors are fucked up, so don't take their advice. <laughs> yes, so they're at they're at the mall, um, which is Crimley's, and the guy who who owns it, he's having a great time because he's like a you know he's a shop owner, so he's a little creep. And he's got like all these uh, like tracks on the ceiling, like with little carts where he can put the money and the money, and that means that that the cashiers can never like have the opportunity to steal money because they they're not allowed to like <laughs> touch it. Um, very, it's all very normal. Yeah, yeah. 
And we have the little display where you go in and you sit on the Hogfather's lap and he goes, what would you like? And then the mother goes, they would like this. And then he goes, okay, and then gives him an orange. Um. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, he's, he keeps saying it's for the kiddies as well. It's for the like, kiddies, like, isn't it? A great not. time of year for the kiddies. It's for capitalism. I feel like Terry might be making a point here. He what? would never do that. <laughs> I think you're being a bit cynical, George. Yeah, I feel like Terry might be might be making some kind of observation <laughs> about the commercialization of certain holidays. I think you might have been a little too harsh on the Watch movie because uh, we were like, "Oh, Terry would never like make Walmart the center of one of his stories." But in this one, he clearly says that malls are great and it's good to it's good to make Christmas all about shopping. <laughs> That's true. Mm. This is yeah. a good. This is a good scene. This is a great scene of of death being like, okay, we'll do the Hogfather appearance here and mm. replacing the like pre-existing fake More Hogfather Santa. display in the yeah. middle of the mall with like <laughs> his actual pigs. Yeah, and they're like oh, one of them takes and they're, like, really big hairy like <laughs> monsters and the kids are like, fuck yeah, massive. I love these giant pigs. <laughs> yeah, massive and like, the cart is this like a massive um, like awful occult sledge. wooden thing. I mean, yeah, like girders. Yeah, antediluvian fucking, yeah. pe- like prehistoric from the dark woods. Which is yeah. like humanity's psyche. It's great. I wish I'd had this. Like, if there's one thing kids love, it's it's farm animals, like yeah. live farm they animals. They, yeah. they, I, they love. I love that shit. I was yeah. I grew up close and personal with sheep. You know. Yeah, we used to get attacked by a goat at my bus stop when we were waiting for school. So. You ever you ever had Welsh You have had like three three different friends who have sheep farms, <laughs> and then you go to their house and they're like it's lambing season, and you watch a sheep give birth to a lamb, then run around a field just like using placenta and like chopping it across <laughs> the field. <laughs> just a bit of placenta. You got to see a bit of placenta when you're. They're a really chill yeah. about it. You know, this is why I think humans shouldn't give birth because other animals like don't give a shit. They'll just like it'll just blop out of them, and they're like. It's a lot easier. Cows, cows do have a lot of trouble sometimes, but yeah. not as much as humans. It's because people's heads are large. Yeah, and they, it's they the pelvis, are, and it takes um, too much energy to make the brain. Yeah, yeah. humans are like poorly designed to give birth without assistance. Is the issue? <laughs> yeah. You'll have to like, figure out how to give assistance. The the evolutionary trend was there, like, all right, make it harder. Yeah, <laughs> let's expand the brain even more. <laughs> I don't think we just need evolve it. like really like broad, just massive hips. You know, <laughs> make this thing be able to Keep develop a long term anxiety disorder and yeah, <laughs> just get it out. <laughs> uh, but you just got to go and look at a tree, then you'll be fine. That's true. I looked at several tr- tr- trees and I feel great. Yeah, you just you yeah. just need to touch. Grass. I have childbirthing hips, but they're ornamental. Yeah, you just need um, to, f- need to physically grass. physically touch grass, and that's going to ground you. That's... Sometimes I just keep grass on my keyboard so I can touch it while I'm typing. Well, I, yeah, today has... I was leaning against a, an oak tree uh, in a in beautiful parkland, reading a Thomas Hardy novel, and I was Ooh, like, "How how I will never pastoral. have I will never have any um, mental illnesses again." <laughs> Which Thomas Hardy novel was it? Uh, Far from the Madding Crowd. Ooh, that's just like um, fucking uh, Tamara Dream. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how that is. Uh, I know. It's set in Copy it's Tamara set Drew. in the village I went to school in as a child, and um, Farmer Oaks um, 
farm is the farm I lived in for the, like the first six months of my life. My mum loves Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, that's very very familiar. That's Mr. Thomas Hardy to you. <laughs> okay. My mum also loves him. I have read Tess and that is it. And I had to read Tess for English and I fucking hated my English teacher. Um, and it's a good book, I think, but I hated my English teacher, so I didn't read the whole thing. I've only read short stories by him, I think. There's one about like a village surgeon and it's like spooky. It's cool. I feel like Thomas Hyde is one of those guys who didn't like travel to outside of English speaking countries at all. Like you He's, he's very no. English. There's a bunch there's a ton of like English authors that you can find in every German bookstore, like in German mm. translations and everything, and that are like well known. Thomas Hyde is not one of them. I have no idea who really? he is. I'm not even sure he's Americans very, very read famous. majority, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, no, no, they do. It's fair. It's and not Anastasia like Jane Austen Steel popular. Did, so. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's, it's not very like literary. Tom, but he had big fans like in his life in America. There's mm. a there's a monument outside his like birthplace, the cottage that his birthplace is. It's called Hardy's Cottage. It's his <laughs> family home. Getting Hardy in the cottage, am I right? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> And that's um, what I call cottage some, core. Like American getting cottaged, yeah, cottaging. cottaging. Some American fans, like the first, the, f- the first fucking fandom, uh, one of the first fandoms, just set up a, like a little obelisk outside the place to like oh. commemorate, just them. like the Yanto Shrine, just, just like, like the Yanto Shrine, just like the first yeah. fandom Christianity. <laughs> 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 The first cinematic universe, King Arthur and his knights. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to join my Discord server? And by Discord server, I mean um, Dominican uh, (laughs) monastery. (laughs) (laughs) I I like the scene where, like, like, the Bible, the the like Christian (laughs) extended universe. It's literally called the canon, so I yeah. don't know. Well, I think I think uh, you should have all the stuff that was left on the, the cutting room floor. Uh, I think that should be put back in. I like it. The extended edition of the Bible. <laughs> well, there's, the Chris- there's the Christian canon, and then there's the Christian head canon. You know? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I like the scene where like Death has like one of the... Code is the Christian head canon, yeah. <laughs> where like one of the girls is like sitting on Death's lap, and she's like, I... You're... Pig made a big wee, and then Terry's commentary is that she says it in a voice uh, of someone who knows that there's nothing more exciting ever going to happen than that. Yeah, this is the best <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, I want a big castle and lots of knights and a sword. And he gives her like a toy castle <laughs> and then like a, a real sword. <laughs> and yeah, the classic. The classic. The classic. Bit, where she's like, yeah. And the mum's like, you can't give her that. And he's like, why not? And she's like, she will. And he's like, it's informative. It's a lesson. She's like, she will cut herself. And he's like, that's an important lesson. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very educational. Yeah. yeah. He gives her a he gives her a can of beans and a can opener, and he says, that's yeah. a learning experience. <laughs> but see this this interaction in the book. The like, um, I'd love a sword. You can't give her a sword. Um, this was like. I wish I could credit the artist, but this a comic of this scene went round on Tumblr for like years and years and years yeah, yeah. That, with this yeah, like long it. several posts afterwards like this is why you should read Discord and I was, I was like, damn, I should do that and then I never did. I um, hate those posts. <laughs> yeah, don't post. But um yeah, don't post. Unless it's like unless it's ironic and obscure. Mm. 
Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. It's, but that's just how I hate all Discworld fans, um, as we all know. I just hate, I hate fans. Don't be a fan. Yeah, no, people no, will be online, like they'll be like, Terry, they'll be like, oh, Granny Weatherwax will be like this, and this is why Terry is an important author, and I'm like, that may be true, but I just shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're a fan of something, fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. You don't understand, you don't understand the nuances. Touch grass. <laughs> You're not- I'm, a gr- I'm in the grass phantom <laughs> it's pronounced grass you fucking casual um, actually some people get hay fever so that's really problematic <laughs> <laughs> I have literally like I, I, I that was like a thing right like the touching grass is ableist like that was a, that was a whole is thing. it that yeah. was, Wait, that was really? a discourse yeah I didn't what, know because, that. That's because beautiful. some people can't. Like, because some people have an anxiety outside. disorder where they can't, where they can't leave the house. Well, I mean, part of it it's was that like some people literally rough. can't leave the house, and it's like, yes. I mean, it should. Yeah. I mean, touch yeah, grass is more of a like log on. Yeah. <laughs> log off. Sorry. Yeah. 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 But yeah interesting discourse to <laughs> witness, really. Oh, and this then is there's why a... no one should do oh, I anything. I think that's that's very. Some people, some people like can't afford a house to like not be able to leave. So <laughs> that's class. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, if you're yeah, uh... if you interpret everything in the worst faith possible, um, I feel like that's only a good place for discourse to go. <gasps> I love when there was like someone was like saying that uh, buying buying cast iron pans is bourgeois. And then someone has posted a screenshot of how it's like it costs twenty dollars to buy a cast iron pen. Yeah, and that's so much money. I bought, so I literally bought one the other day, and it cost thirteen pounds. Yeah. If you buy anything or have a good time ever, then you're being bourgeois, and you should stop and be miserable. <laughs> it, they essentially don't break. Like you, you mm. cannot break them unless you like really destroy them somehow. But it is like. At some point in your life, you have to buy a pan. Yeah. No, People just like to no, be you miserable. Need to, you need <laughs> you to just mine the iron ore yourself. <laughs> you should uh, refine it um, using various technologies unknown to me, mm. uh, and then mm. cast it. <laughs> I think if, if you buy a pan, you should just use it to cook epic bacon. Hey. I prefer the term bisexual. Um... <laughs> What? <laughs> we're gonna oh, get right. into a lot of For trouble if we go through that discourse so let's uh... but you know i love to call controversy anyway let's what were we talking about yeah so she's they're doing like a fun um sitting on santa's knee but the kids you know they're still a bit doubtful and there's one yeah. kid who's like like ultra ultra logic and reason one of, like, one of the kids on reddit yeah, he's like, I can't believe that it's impossible, but that is fine. My mother will give me the lizard press, which I requested. <laughs> like, oh, the lizard press. It's like, yeah, you can't put them in the book when they're fat. You have to press them. <laughs> he's like, listen, I'm a fucking freak. Get with it. <laughs> Terry says fuck nerds. Yeah. Terry fucking hates this. He's like, look, kids, they're weird. They, um, they sort of, they're like weirdly bloodthirsty, but. They're kind of cool, except for this fucking piece of shit. This guy... (laughs) Making up a child to get mad at. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and Death is like, that is fine, you may go. And then he's like, oh, it's like, oh, he doesn't believe. And he's like, he might when he sees what I turn the things in the boxes into. <laughs> and his Death has is become Jigsaw from Saw the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're falling into my trap. I hope that led, that kid got eaten by lizards. Yeah, I hope there's funny. a spooky jack-in-the-box like in Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. Um, What's yeah, in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? What's in, in the, the fucking box? box? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> One ahead. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that's, that's all we get. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and so also we get um we go back to Tear Time's evil plan. He has he's on a weird carriage with a guy. Yeah. Doing something. We don't really understand what yet, but he's on this weird carriage and the guy throws like some dust at the wall and then goes into this weird kingdom where there's this In the tower. Unreal estate. In the Unreal Estate, which ah. is the dumping ground for wizard shit. Mm. Yeah, we get we get uh, an indication that maybe the wizards aren't aren't really aren't very nice. They're not great <laughs> citizens. Shock, shocking. He said they went to the head wizard and complained about all the wizard dumping. He was like, "Yes, <laughs> but imagine what it would be like in fifty thousand years." <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess I think it's very like um, it's like nuclear waste, right? Yeah. Which I think it's yeah. very funny considering Terry spent a lot of time working for as a press agent in a nuclear power plant. I wonder if it's perhaps some resentment that has yeah. built up in him from that. Such a funny yeah, his stories from working there are insane. He's it's like to say when when they, someone accidentally like flushed nuclear waste down the toilet and they had to like remove all the stuff from the sewage thing and like burn it and then try and look for the nuclear waste with like a with a Geiger counter. <laughs> See, I don't understand how you accidentally flush nuclear waste down the toilet. It seems like something yeah, that's hard Yeah, I think it was to... that accidental, but it was, like, stuff that people... Because it was all, like, equipment that people touched was all, like, irradiated. And then one mm. guy came in, and, like, it was flagged as irradiated on the way in, and they were like, what the fuck? And he had one of those, like, radium watches. Oh. So, I didn't think they still... I guess some are still drifting still... around, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, it was quite. The guys, the guys who assassinated Alexander Litvinenko, um, or, so, or like they, they, they poured the polonium down the down the drain afterwards, and like left a trail of it all around all around London. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like it's an, <laughs> like it's not great, not great, but it's pretty cool. So Robin says critical support to. <laughs> The FSB for assassinating the traitor Alexander Litvinenko. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who am I to say? No, I not saying that killing, that assassinating people is good. I just think that that's pretty. Interesting I don't know. It's a service like any other. <laughs> <laughs> what do you pay your council tax for? Exactly. That's in school. Bizarre, bizarre, like baroque ways of assassinating people. <laughs> What is it about the Russians assassinating people in Britain in like the weirdest ways possible? I don't know. <laughs> they, it's you can it's just either kill like someone. fake Yeah, it's either like fake suicides, like people have like hung themselves by their tie from the bar. Or the most or obscure or traceable locked poison. Themselves, yeah. Weird poisons. Well they've locked themselves in a in a um in a hold hall which has been padlocked from the outside and put themselves in the bath. <laughs> the thing which they definitely did to themselves. 
What happened? <laughs> yeah. It's just a guy who had forces, uh, like, powers, of t- the power of telekinesis. Mm. Do you not? Uh, no. <laughs> he just oh, liked I'm being go. assassinated. It was a key. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so they're in the spooky tower. The wizard is doing something magical. We don't have a clear idea of what is going on yet, except there's a wizard there, there's a lockpick, there's some locks. It's a spooky tower, which is glowing, and there's no shadows, and the stairs all, like, go through each other, and it's all, like, very fucked up and weird. And everyone is, like, very disconcerted, apart from Tia Taime, who's having, like, a, a chill, cool time. You might say, in a, in a world gone mad... <laughs> The crazy person is sane. Yeah. <laughs> Not this guy, though. He's just crazy. Um, And he kills a guard, and he's like, I'm your worst nightmare. And the guard's like, what, the one with the spinning blades and the and the fucked up? And he's like, no, not that one. The he's cabbage. like, the cab. Yeah, and he's like, what about the one where, you know, I'm, like, falling? And then I'm like, no, not that one. That's <laughs> like, I'm the one with the guy with the knife who kills you. And he's like, but that well, one's not, not even scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> It did remind me of the thing about how, like, on the sh- on the streetcast, they talk about this a lot about how, like, how disappointing it is that that like f- uh, the 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 forbidden curse, like the most evil wizard curse, is killing. <laughs> when like, there's so mm-hmm. much so much more evil things you could do with. It's someone. just a gun. It's yeah. gun spell. And this yeah, this spell. gave me a similar vibe of how like this guy is like oh. If I just die, that's like not it's like not as bad as like some of the worst nightmares I've had. Yeah. Last night I had a dream yeah. that yeah. Uh, that I was watching a I was watching a movie, but we were also it was like a movie that is like it was like an this animated movie of like time. animals like in a tram, and they were like going off of it, and one of them was played by Gwendolyn Christie. Uh, like voice acted but she was only barely in it in the yeah. first third but she was still like the big name on it because she was the most famous celebrity and i was like and, and i remember there was a character in it, it was a duck called ron howard howard but like the second howard was in quotation marks like ron howard howard the duck ron howard the duck yeah. ron howard funny. the duck is pretty good it's a pretty good bit yeah made by your subconscious sorry mm. um yeah, I was disappointed was, that yeah, I couldn't actually of... watch this movie because it seemed pretty good. Like, in my dream, I was like, oh, it's the best <laughs> movie I've seen in years. You could make it. Yeah. Don't let you your dreams be the, dreams. The first German, the first German movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't claim that after classics, like, fall off the nose. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? How can I forget Volantinus? <laughs> was it? Oops, Noah is gone. <laughs> the, the movie by the filmmakers who are going to make the amazing Mori is the only good um, uh, Terry Pratchett adaptation. Yeah, yeah. Going back briefly to Harry Potter for some reason, oh. it is it's kind of fucked up that like. It's the worst spell of all time. It's truly evil. What it does is kill someone instantly and painlessly. Yeah. Uh, like, but you can, you, it. <laughs> you can dodge it. You can dodge it. It's just like a slow bullet. <laughs> what if what if guns but worse? You can hide behind a car. Also more painless. What, what if, if guns but better? What if guns were were like actually like more humane? <laughs> <laughs> what if the killing spell was worse than the torture or mind control spells? Mm, what if like you could just like cause somebody unspeakable pain? Yeah, mm. 
What if you I love put, the like, bit in Harry Potter in. where they get taught how to date rape somebody. Yeah. It's cool. What if there was like a torture prison where you can <laughs> put prisoners in to get to to get like tortured with like evil fantasies, but that's that's less evil than just like painlessly killing someone. <laughs> what do you yeah, the whole building that made people like depressed for like uber depressed forever. And crazy. Um well, the thing is, J.K. Rowling thinks prisons are good, so that's... Yeah. <laughs> she thinks like, prisons should be worse. This is a fucked up guy, but it's only fucked up because he's innocent, otherwise it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's what like, if you look... painted this, like, bizarre, sort of, kind of, like, very weirdly reactionary authoritarian government mm. that was only bad because the wrong people are in control. Yeah. It's just being a liberal. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> being a Blairite, George. Get with the this program. Is a, this is yeah, it is being a Blairite. Anyway, this is a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> no. This is about Hog Father's Hog. Mm, a good um, by which I mean the pigs, we love them. Yeah. yeah. Hogs, this one's for you. I feel like we've not made enough jokes about Hog Daddy, but we, can, we have two more episodes, two more episodes yeah. to so overuse feel... that particular We talked about yeah. Hog Daddy last Joke. episode already, uh, even though um, we weren't even talking well, about the I book. I wasn't there, so... <laughs> it's my, um, it's my uh, Discord display name, yeah. anyway. So. Is it? I don't know. Which you'd only understand yeah. if you're in the Discord, which means you're cool. So yeah, the final bit of the bit we're at, um, Susan goes to Death's house to check out if he's crazy, finds a note with like his plan on, sees there's a bunch of cats uh she's like that's kind of fucked up uh she finds the secret room with like all the gods and like personifications um lifetimers and uh the hogfather's one is smashed but there's like maybe something going on there and she goes to read his book and he's got like loads and loads of life books and they're like the oldest ones are on skins and it's all like weird flashes and like feelings and blood and Mm. violence and she's like that's weird isn't he just a funny jolly guy (laughs) She does a vibes check, and they are rancid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, you know how it used to be? It used to be like a, you know, the old deity. You find a bean in your in your soup, and that means you're king for the day. But at the end of it, they're hunting you with, like, spears so that the, the sun will rise again. <laughs> <laughs> the raven does, like, a whole Reddit post on this. <laughs> yeah. He does yeah. a whole, like... Chuckle up, motherfuckers. I'm going to tell you about the real history of the Hawkfather. <laughs> it's like you know stories they're about blood and stuff and like you know eventually he has to rebrand because you know times are changing and he has to go through like administrative retraining and get a new vibe but like you go back far enough it's all just about like violence and weird religion blood blood yeah and um, blood. he goes he lives blood. in the he lives in the castle of bones so they're like you should go see you should go see if he's still in his house in the castle of bones which is a great <laughs> A great place to go. He's like, but that's just an old story. And the Death of Rats is like, what, the fuck is what wrong do you, you mean <laughs> just an old yeah. story? It's like, you're Death's granddaughter. Oh, she's got a new power, which is her, her hairstyles itself. <laughs> mm. But only cool. into a prim bun. Yeah. She says yeah. It put, puts, she's... puts men off. <laughs> yeah, which I think, honestly, if my girlfriend's hair styled itself, I'd be like, that's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. 
but men be like insecure i was gonna i was my gonna girl, do that it's tr- my girlfriend's hairstyle herself and she wouldn't take so long to get ready <laughs> Wait. Oh, women am i right women. <laughs> i was gonna do the travis mcelroy uh, bit of just of of just of, of saying like oh when cis males think this and then do a whole apology of uh of how you actually uh, you shouldn't make soy boy jokes because that transphobic. <laughs> I I realized once I was gonna make that that um, listeners might not be aware of the context of this. I love to and, uh, I love so. to make clear that I'm talking about cis males. Yeah. Um, when I and then like try and also be say, oh, I didn't mean to be transphobic by accident. And it's like, love. Why are you pointing out just cis males? <laughs> I was just making saying fun in of some way, like males. qualitatively more typically male than 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 trans men. I know plenty yeah. of misogynistic trans men. Listen, it's <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'll know loads of trans men who live sleep on mattresses on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> they love doing yeah. it. That's true. It's the dude rock in Paris. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All men Pretty, are exactly the same. Yeah, dude rock is a. Dude's Rock is a revolutionary philosophy. I it is. Exactly. It's a celebration of non-toxic messages. <laughs> it's positivity about the things which may, maybe are not like perfect, but they're not, they're not harmful. Mm. Although sometimes they are, and you're saying ironically, but... Yeah. <laughs> I would never but, do uh, that. Never say anything never ironically. Fuck off. As a woman, I'm morally perfect. I was. How it is. You, get X, you get the chromosomes XX... One of the only two ways it can be. Mm. Uh, and you are perfect and good uh, and vulnerable mm-hmm. and um, need to be protected from small the, people, the other people, yeah. Uh, yeah. XY, who are all bad and evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm allowed Unless to do hate crimes. You, have, you establish two societies. One of them is male governed and all male. The other of them is, is female governed. And you will say see that even though there are men in the in the matriarchy, it's actually uh, uh, it's actually even epic feminism can be toxic if if yeah. the men are Makes not allowed think. to um, to be boys uh, and they they have to they they all need to be domesticated and that's actually just as bad as the evil patriarchy of the other society. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Catch our upcoming bonus episode on Bella Farce, the gender game. <laughs> um, uh, All men are created equal, and that oh, equality shit. is to rock. Mm. Sometimes <laughs> women will to be self-evident. Sometimes women will wear bodysuits that makes them look like men and take pills that make your voice deep. <laughs> but it's Wish. nothing. But we're never going to comment on it. It's just going to be something that happens and has no further meaning. I wish the I gender could take game more like the those. sex game. We wanted to call it the sex game, but we couldn't because that sounded like something else. <laughs> I did a I did a job and application. Weren't aware that they were different mm-hmm. things. I did a job application the other day where it gave you options for picking your gender, mm-hmm. and the options for your gender were male or female. Yeah, yeah, that's and then all it of gave them. you options for your gender identity. Ooh. Which were male, yes. female, non-binary, intersex, trans, or prefer not to say. What? <laughs> trans what? I know. Trans what? None of your business. I am just trans. I'll never tell. <laughs> 
Also, intersex is not a gender identity. No. I was like, and then, and then you had thing. to say you had to say whether or not your gender identity was different from what you were assigned at birth. And it's like, but if you were intersex and they knew, like, to be fair, some intersex people don't know until they find out years and years later because they did like a twenty-three mm. and Me test. But like, if you know, then it's there. Like, well, which one do I pick? Mm-hmm. Shocking that corporations are not hip with this kind of thing. I mean, it's like the fucking. There was like a there was a thing, an archaeological discovery in um, Finland, a few from the early medieval period, or they would have they well they call it the Iron Age there, but um, oh, Viking times. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> One fire time, and it was. It was a burial where they had um, brooches that were laid out indicating that they were wearing typically female clothing for the area. Mm. Um, but they also had a sword uh, and they, um, like, the skeleton sort of look, looked male in the way that skeletons sometimes do, mm. you know, um, and had a syndrome which was, I think, XXY. Yeah. Um, and the media all referred them to them as non-binary, but that's that was inter- that's intersex, not non-binary. Yeah. <laughs> they may Everyone have had that s- similar identity win. in that time, but like we can't put labels as to their gender identity unless we have like proper like I like evidence, like cultural evidence skeleton. of what they thought about. Yeah, it. <laughs> I mean it's it's like you can't even really say identifying skeletons by sex is already a very shaky science like oh no they did um they did uh genetic testing and they had xxy chromosomes but even then which is it's like i don't know it just seems mad to be then like oh they were non-binary <laughs> yeah because that's <laughs> they didn't that's come out of, that's a ge- that's a gender <laughs> yeah, thing which exactly. is sort of vaguely suggested by the mixture of male and female Typically male and female grave goods. Yeah. It's also um, like... But that happens anyway in other periods. Yeah. Like, and it's like, well, they didn't have the same gender... Genders that we have today. Yeah. No. <laughs> grave the, goods? I sure hope they are. Some people say that gender is culturally mediated. <laughs> uh, in I wouldn't say that. Some but, people um, might say that g- I think gender it's a game. and sexual identity <laughs> were only invented in the 19th century, but like... I think I'm not sure about that, Mr. Foucault. Invented. This 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 dude. I don't know what that what he knows. I I write for the Guardian and the Times. So trans people were invented in 2012. Trans people were invented the year after Terry Pratchett died. Yeah. Yes. He'd never heard of them. No. He invented them. Apart from <laughs> the the several people he'd met. No. In his life. He never met life. a person. He never left his house. <laughs> <laughs> he tells Harry Pratchett to touch grass he's like that's offensive <laughs> okay any further thoughts on Hoggy not really hoggy we can talk about dad. other things hoggy next dad. episode yeah. I, I did realise some things that you better touch upon we can talk about them next episode mm. it's fine we yeah, things will be a bit clearer as the book goes yeah. on yeah. no I had some thoughts was... on like Tea Time as a character but we can talk about that later when we know more of him hmm He's a fucked up guy. Are you going to talk about it being bad mental health representation? It is. Just what, like Fight Club. No, I just, I, just, I just thought it's like... 
<laughs> it's like an interesting like he's, he's not well, he's like uh, he's like a, he's like a fucked up child right like that's yeah. his thing mm-hmm. he's like a new type of yeah, character he's... for terry at least which uh yeah, yeah he's, a little, he's like a little young young man who is sick yeah yeah do you think there's a sick hmm We'll talk about He's themes. Around the bend. We'll talk about themes once it's there, there are so yeah. many themes in this book. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this has been Whom's Watches the Watch. Um and we're your Whom's Watches. Whom's Watch. This has been the first the part of our I hope you're not looking at your watch. Four episode <laughs> Christmas special. Four yeah, four yeah. Christmas special. Uh, four episode <laughs> August Christmas special. <laughs> It'll be September by the time any of these yeah. comes out anyway, so September Christmas special. More appropriate. Um well, I, I, we could, listen to we it could again release them later, but that would also be weird if we like took a, if we just recorded Jingo after that and we re- Nah, we just release them as they come out. <laughs> no, we'll just release it, but you should also just re-listen to it in Christmas yeah. so you can get into the into the spirit. Um, we might, um, well, next time we post this, it might even be um, autumn, season of monkey nuts, Wollens and Harmist Assembly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes! <laughs> I think that might be my best post of all time. <laughs> I miss Monkey Nuts and Harmless Dissembler. <laughs> yeah, I can't it's wait so to, inscrutable. I can't wait to, to, to get to September so we can start watching like classic 9-11 movies such as what happened with Sally. See, we Comes should really be celebrating 9-11. <laughs> when we're all together on Wednesday, we, we can like, you know, have an early 9-11 celebration. <laughs> I think like, I swear, like it used to be once upon a time, you know, you'd get... You go into the shops and they'd have the nine eleven decorations like <laughs> around the time of nine eleven. But now it'd be like six months in advance. They'll start, a, they'll start having a nine eleven section in Tesco. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when like Starbucks instead of saying happy nine eleven, they say autumn's greetings on their cups. That's like, yeah. I, I, it's <laughs> such bullshit. Yeah, yeah they keep yeah. showing like the fucking Pentagon getting hit by a plane, and it's like, no, I want the World Trade Center, <laughs> not the Pentagon, because that's the most significant building that was fully destroyed. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, this is just, see, this um, is why I only ever drink at Hooters because they <laughs> have the decency to come out with a memorial <laughs> pin on the time mm-hmm. with the twin towers in the background. That's exactly. Brave. Yeah. yeah, I love the I, mean, I love the Hooters 9/11. I think talking too much about 9/11. I think I think it is a re- it's a good it's good that we start saying like happy happy autumn um, yeah. because you know it, it raises cultures such as jazz where where we <laughs> you know jazz will be celebrating like the Beltway Sniper um, anniversary yeah. instead. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I do I do celebrate, um, but I understand that other people don't because it's a niche. It's a niche. Uh, yeah, I mean we yeah. weren't there. <laughs> You weren't, you weren't we there. there. The we Beltway. wouldn't know. You weren't there for the Beltway Sniper, so you don't understand uh, my cultural practices. <laughs> this might be one of our worst bits yet. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. We should all be sure. Uh, I think it's good. Um, the Beltway Sniper. Um, and again, this is who watches the watch. Um, if you, it's, a te- it's a Discord podcast. It honestly couldn't be anything else. Um, <laughs> If you want more of this, you can donate to our Patreon for three euros a month and get all our Hustle episodes and bonus episodes. We'll be reading The Gender Game by Bella Forrest and talking Gender. about it. There's a lot to say. A lot also, of cage fighting. Some great, a lot of cage fighting. Uh, some updates on the Bella Forrest uh, Yeah, it's going to be a big cases. episode. 
Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. You don't want to miss it. And it's only coming to Patreon. So, you know, if you're on the free feed, you'll only learn about it in like five months. Maybe later I will decide when we even release that. So you you (laughs) really want to hear the the gender game episode, I think. Yeah. So And we're going to start Dark Spell. Dark Spell. I'm so excited. Dark Spell. It's been so sad not, you know, not writing, not getting that heart spell hit. Every every now and again, it's been, it's been a lot. Um, or you can donate five euros and get your name shouted out like these people. Like these people uh, on the $5 tier, boyfriend of the show, Tom, Hang the Tank. Wow. Or Heron. Season. Ray Carter. Of. <laughs> Monkey. Milk Succubus. Nuts. Uh, the memories <laughs> of those last. We just talked about oh, them. Okay. Justin Crandall. Mellow and DM <laughs> and yeah. disassembling. Thank you to these people who give us even more money, such as Oh woo! my god, Slime Simon, who just hit the Ooh. 100 euro threshold this month. Uh, I think I said it last <laughs> episode, shit. but damn. it's still crazy. It's still crazy. The slimiest of Simon. Uh, <laughs> we suckle off your slime, Simon. <laughs> the, world, the world's most nutrient slime. <laughs> Sarah McClintock, yeah. Plush Ray. Thank you. Carrot Lime. Hello. Thank you. Big Titty Goth Threadwife. Big Flat Bunt. Honk, honk. Mm-hmm. Very flat. Okay, uh, lots of great noises and words. Yeah. This is a good podcast that's not inscrutable. It's very scrutable. It's the world's most scrutable podcast. <laughs> Bitches be listening to this and they're like, down the shit. So scrutable. <laughs> <is> scrutable. <laughs> You've got to analyze this podcast through a psychoanalytic name, lens. Dude, where's my scrutes? What is scrut them? Dude, where's my scrutes? I'm listening to this podcast and I'm just scrutting the whole time. <laughs> I'll have to scrute myself against the We've carpet. been weirdly oh successful God. recently. Like all the all the recent episodes had like two hundred listeners each, and I don't get why. Like, what are you? What are yeah, you getting out of this? I wasn't uptick. on them. <laughs> they were like, "Fuck, Robin's having another mental breakdown." Yes. <laughs> you say you, you say that, Robin. You say that, Robin. Like I, I know you're saying it as a joke, but also I want you to know that's bollocks. <laughs> I think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The last one has 217, which is more than episode one of Feet of Clay, so I really don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. They, 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 they're they just here for the middle episode. People just, mm. people just people listen to just the middle episode. People just be listening to things, and I. Are, they, are, are you actually listening, listener? Are you listening to this? If you're listening to this, Give drop me a us a line if you're on listening. our Twitter. I'll, I'll notice. I'll see. I can see you. Um, if not, then don't. Nice but socks. if you are, write us a review saying that nice you feet. love us. If you hate this, also write a review because I enjoy <laughs> bad, bad nice reviews. Socks, um, <laughs> do not give us a bad review and don't a bad star rating and don't leave a review because I find no, that very I boring. That. I want yeah, you to tell like, us why you hate us. If give you us don't like stars. it, you have to put it into words. Give us actually give us five stars and a bad review. Yeah, that's our ideal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can, be like five I stars. Hate I hate you're, this. You're not even. You're just doing the washing up. This is just. This is just some background noise for you. This is our lives. Yeah, <laughs> I live for this. This is how I feed this. my children. We put children. so much effort in. I feed all three of my children this way through podcast subscriptions. Mm-hmm. 
So I make my s- children do the editing, so, <laughs> so I don't have to do any work. You might say as a listener that um, using the Patreon money that I earn per month, which is about £23, um, makes me a bad mother because That's I true. use it to feed my children. But you would mm. be wrong. You might say I'm a bad mother because I use the 23 quid a month I get to buy knives, which I then throw at my children mm. as they like run really fast through the garden and I'm like go faster go faster and I just throw knives at them listen uh, I'm making a bad them very mother, very actually... quick that's wrong I'm just really like teaching them survival techniques mm-hmm. so you should just get off my back anyway Jesus Christ this has been you like, might so say much. I'm a bad mother but actually I'm a good daddy <laughs> Happy Christmas. Happy Hogwarts. Happy holidays. Happy autumn if you're celebrating. Hog, Happy 9-11. Hog, hog. Uh, Until we see you next week. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Beyond Strong in the Arm is my uncle. Um, my uncle, my uncle Faith. Faith. Granny Weatherwax says fuck turfs. Fuck turfs. Yeah, fuck turfs. But not and, sexually. And uh, remember, oink oink. Oink oink. Oink oink. You know? Okay, bye. Snuffle. Bye. I'm not a stupid friend.